Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. It's your Daily Dose of Donna, and today is Thursday, May 18th, and if you are listening to this or watching this live on Thursday, May 18th, you feel like I feel. You feel emotionally spent. You feel hungover. You feel tired. You feel like you don't have a voice. You feel like you got broken up with. You feel like you broke up with someone. You feel like you have gotten betrayed. You feel like you've lost friendships. Welcome to Daily Dose of Donna, the day after the Vanderpump finale. We have so much to talk about today. I'm recording this episode a little bit earlier than normal, so I'm a little bit off, but I will get with it. Don't you worry. I've got my TikTok friends, a solid hundred of you guys already here on TikTok with me. Welcome and thank you on thank you for being here. Um I have a very busy morning and so I was like, okay, either I record at 9 a.m like earlier than my normal, or I wait and record like at 2 p.m. And I'm like, no, 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 because I know myself. My energy is high in the morning and then it dips. It dips out like Raquel. And so I just want to make sure that I get this important, important podcast episode out to you guys before I get into all things Vanderpump. Of course, the show is sponsored by Ilya Wines, I-Y-L-I-A.com. I know a lot of people hear the word Ilya and then they want to go to a different Ilya. So it's I-Y-L-I-A. All the links will be in my show notes below. And you want to make sure that you go over to Ilya Wines, pick any of your wines that you like. They, there's a variety. You have reds, you have rosés, you have whites. We have a non-alcoholic coming out soon and beer coming out soon. Use code DAILY20 for 20% off and it ships to your door from Spain. This is bomb. This is what I drink. This is what I'll drink all weekend. Okay. My wine is going to dip out and go right here. But like, you know, which version of dip out? Is it going to be the dip out sleeping on the couch? Dip out sleeping in the guest room? Dip out sleeping on my penis? Sorry, was that a little bit too much for you guys? Too early in the morning? Oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. Okay, let's let's all take a collective deep breath together. We can do this. Last night's episode of Vanderpump Rules, and I say this without being dramatic. I say this in real, like heart-to-heart, real deal from my heart. Last night's episode of Vanderpump Rules was the best possible, possibly the best hour of reality TV I have ever, ever seen. Better than Vicky in the family van. Better than Scary Island on Real Houses of New York. Better than the table flip. Better than, give me something else, you guys. Give me something really good. Like some one of those, you know, monumental, never forget reality TV moments. Better than any of it. This was, oh, the net graph real houses of Beverly Hills. This episode was phenomenal from top to bottom. All 75 minutes of that, even the commercials were, because as much as the commercials were horrible, because like who wants to watch commercials, I was still like reeling 
right? So the entire experience felt like I was on some sort of trip, right? Now, Lance, my husband, was on a trip because he was taking Tamara Judge's Vena CBD. He was on the, um, and you guys all say, oh, it's CBD. You don't feel anything. No, no, no. Tamara Judge's has THC in it. He felt it. Just go watch my Instagram stories. You'll see. That guy felt it. Now, I was sober with ice cream, okay, because I was on no sleep. And I, um, ah, I always put my phone on do not disturb, but you know how some phone calls come through. I'm like, no, 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 this is not the time. Um, I believe that there is something about the show that this entire, you know, the last couple months since March, since we've known about Scandival, so March, April, half of May, have been something happens to your body at Wednesdays at 9 p.m. Like something happens that gets you into a place of like, I don't, am I alive? Am I here? Am I sober? Am I on mushrooms? Am I under galaxy lights? Too much Coors Light? Like it's like secondhand. We're getting like secondhand alcoholism from, you know, watching them. Okay, you guys, I don't do full recaps. Like I'm not going to take you scene by scene. I'm going to take you through the moments that shocked me beyond belief. And as you guys are here on TikTok, I want you to join me. I want you to talk to me. I want you to tell me what I need to add in if I haven't, because I cried three times. I'm ashamed to say it. I cried three times in last night's episode. Did you cry in last night's episode? I am so invested. And I'm also like, I do think I have like an empathetic, um, like I cry easily. I'm sensitive, right? So when I watch things like this, I do get sad when people are crying. And it was so hard to watch. Like I just feel like it's so much emotion, so many built up. Yes, cry two times. Okay, so some of you guys did cry. Oh my God, you had whiplash from crying. Ariana wanted to throw – oh my gosh, you guys. Okay. So so we were all feeling our things, right? The first time I – so the episode obviously breaks the fourth wall. This is the most interesting thing about the episode. It breaks the fourth wall because we immediately start with Watch What Happens Live. And remember, the show never talks about the fact that they're on a show. It never talks about the fact that they are successful now because they're on a show. It never talks about the fact that they're filming – on this day, at this place, et cetera. So for it to break the fourth wall, you know it's serious, right? They break the fourth wall. They show the night of when, you know, Raquel was so ridiculous saying like Sandoval was the hottest. Okay. Then, um, welcome, welcome. Then they go and cut to, you know, what's happening now, which was so weird. It was like a happy scene. It was like, happy, like sun is shining. We see Tom playing with his dogs. We see Lala feeding her dogs off the floor. We see Katie making tea. Like it was so like happy, 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 Ariana, which I thought was a weird choice. That was one thing I was like, editor, editors like that. Like we could have cut off the sad, happy music and gone sad before we entered the Sandoval Casa, you know? But anyway, when we go in there, Ariana is talking to her friend. And this is the part that just like shocked me beyond. And Lance, you know, I watch this show alone because I need to focus on it like I like I would on an SAT prep class, you know, like like as if I'm on jury duty, I need to focus on it. But Lance, last night, my husband who does this show with me once a week, he I was like, you got to watch it with me, right? You got to watch this episode with me because I feel like if you watch it with me, we're going to have a lot to talk about this week. And you know, you've been through this journey with me. So Lance, my straight, non-VPR fan, watched it with me. 
on, you know, high because he was on a gummy. But he watched it with me. And when we watched this scene, he said, what the? He's still living there? You've got to be joking me. Why is he there? Wait, I don't understand. He still lives there? And I'm like, this is the craziest part about this because we read this in real time. We saw this that Tom was not leaving the house. He was telling Ariana and all her friends, like, this is my house too. I'm not leaving. Uh, Even Lenny Hochstein left Lisa Hochstein in that house. You F up, you leave. It's not only like common courtesy. It's like the way things are, right? If you're telling me that you don't have enough of a place to stay, you can't stay in Raquel's apartment. You can't stay in Schwartz's apartment. You can't get a freaking hotel. Stay in Schwartz and Sandy's bar. Just don't stay in that house. I mean, the fact that he was there and like had his bedroom set up, obviously he's in a guest room, right? He comes downstairs and then they have this, this crazy scene where I just need a moment. He drank a diet Sprite. And I'm not trying to like pick up on small details. When was the last time you saw a diet Sprite? I mean, squirt, 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 squirt. Sorry, it's so much worse. A diet squirt. You're drinking a diet squirt? And in this scene, this is the moment that you pull out. What happened to a LaCroix? And by the way, I don't want to, you know, cut ahead. But later on, we see Schwartz over at Katie's house. And he says, can I go in and get a, get a Coke? And she goes, sure. And he comes out with a Coors Light. What's going on with these people? What's in their beverage fridge? We have to figure this out, okay? We have to figure this out. So anyway, he goes over there. He's drinking a diet squirt, bomb with his white nails, vom vom, and he has no makeup on, which he normally, I think, shoots with makeup because he looked like a busted ass, okay? He looked so old. He looked so wrinkled. He looked like shit, okay? He looked so bad. He looked like he, like Jack says he smells. He looked like James said he smelled his, his, his Tom Sandoval smelly cocky cock. Cocky cock. Okay, we'll talk about James being Roman from Succession in just a moment. And those of you that watch Succession, you know. Okay, so this scene was crazy because you could tell very clearly that he struggled. He struggles to apologize. Now, I am not a narcissism um, expert. I don't know enough about it, but I have seen enough online and I've read enough online that the idea that someone is mad at you is is impossible for you to handle. And so your your um, you, your way of dealing with people being mad at you or just being mad in general is getting angry at them. So he's not, he's not able to take the fact that she's mad at him. And instead he wants to turn it around on her. So this scene was really, really tough. Ariana, someone, someone, she needs to write a book on how to break up and, and be a queen. I have never seen a more savage scene between Ariana and Tom, the way that she held it together. You know that she was dying to cry, and she did eventually cry in that scene, which is when I cried, number one, first time. But she was holding it together the way that she speaks to him, the way that she came to him with such strength, with such anger. And she knew because men want to see – Okay, this is a generalization, but he wanted to see her vulnerable. He wanted to see her fall apart so he could say, I'm sorry, I love you. I know, I know, I know this was so hard, but you know, we were both not happy. But when she was pissed, he was like, how am I going to get out of this one? 
right? Because he's been setting the scene. And Ariana said this later on Watch What Happens Live. He's been setting the scene for a long time here. He's been setting the scene about let's set Ariana up to look like the villain. It's exactly what he said on Howie Mandel's show, right? Ariana was, she doesn't buy the batteries. She doesn't buy the toilet paper. She stays in bed. She doesn't want to go out. She doesn't have sex with me. She's always depressed. She sucks. She doesn't bring me lattes, you know? So she's, he's setting the scene. And now in this scene, he's like, oh crap. He's starting to recognize, like, this isn't going the way I want it to go. And remember this. We've heard this now a few times where Tom has been upset about the way things have been filmed. We know that later, yes. Okay, so Molly, my my girl Molly just said right here, thank you so much for following over on TikTok while you guys are here because I go live every day doing this. Um, Molly just said something, the fact that he was so remorseful and so sad and so emotional in every scene, but Ariana. What is that? Like, he came to Ariana. He did eventually break down, kind of, but he came to Ariana with anger because he needed someone to be mad at for this. And he's, he can't, you know, he needs someone to blame. And so he blamed her. You haven't been the one for me. You haven't been there for me. Okay. So a lot of people are saying, is this fake? She wasn't even crying. Number one, she was crying. We see it. Number two, Ariana had a choice in this moment. And she even said, every time I'm sad, like I just have to focus on my anger towards him. I have to lean into how angry I am at him. And she said that to Vanderpump, to Lisa. Like she literally, you know, I think, and there, here's another thing. Number one, I'm not condoning drinking during the day. I think the alcohol intake during these days was probably extremely high. It was daytime. I mean, you could see the sun out and she's drinking a bottle of wine from the bottle. So I think that she is, you know, a little bit like numb and kind of just like not exactly in her headspace. Probably most likely she was like on Xanax or taking something. You saw Sheena brought cigarettes to her. Like I'm sure there was a lot of consumption in those days for her and her girlfriends and and, and him too, because we saw that with Raquel later, which we'll get to. But I do believe that she seriously was in this place like a little bit, like I have no choice. The cameras are here. They need to film me and Tom speaking. This is our first time and only time we're going to speak about this. I have, I'm not falling apart for him. I'm not giving him that, that um, satisfaction that he hurt me that much. I'll cry it out with everyone else, but I will not do it with him. Okay. Meanwhile, um, yeah, there's a point where you are out of tears and just numb and in shock. Okay. Um, yes, later she did say the way that I'm not, um, like every time I want to dry heave, I just have to get angry. So she's not eating. Clearly she's drinking heavily. She's not okay. I mean, she's going through it and everyone goes through it in their own way. And I actually think in, in a re- weird way, like seeing her parade around with this guy, Daniel, who bless his heart. Like he's making her so happy. And she actually does seem currently in this moment, really happy. I don't think she's fully dealt with it because I think she's still in shock. Like she's going through this, like we're going through it and we're going through it like as if it's us, but imagine if it's her, like, and she, it's been a whirlwind, right? So the second it went, came out and she found out she breaks up with this, like, you know how they say, like, when you go through a breakup, you're not only losing the guy or the person that you're breaking up with, you're losing the life that you thought you were going to have. She has not had real time to, like, experience that because she's still living in the house. She immediately got all these jobs. She traveled to Canada. Then she went to New York. Then she went to Stagecoach or she went to Coachella or whatever. Then she got hired on this and she got 
this job and then she's been working and working and going and going. And Sandoval hasn't been in town. He's been, you know, doing his free shows around America. And then she's now in New York. I don't think she's actually had time to process it. I guarantee once this episode, the reunion is over, the three-part reunion is over, she's going to finally have quiet time. And I guarantee you her life is going to fall apart a little bit. And I actually don't think Daniel, her boyfriend, is going to stick around forever, but we'll see. Uh, yes, yes, disassociating. So this is so interesting. Um, uh, my friend Molly, she we talk about this all the time. Like when things go tough for certain people, certain people lean in. I'm a leaner in her, okay? When I go through something that's really, really challenging or traumatic, I lean the F in. I cry hysterically. I talk about it nonstop. I can't get out of bed. People like Molly, when she goes through hard times, we've been best friends now for years. When she goes through hard times, she disassociates. She almost like is not there. It's not like, neither is the healthier one. I I just think that people handle things very, very differently. Yes, we react very oppositely. Okay. (sighs) Now we move on to when he goes over to Schwartz's house. Now let's talk for five seconds about Tom Schwartz. There is a part of me, a small part of me, that worries so badly for Tom Schwartz and his well-being because I truly, I truly believe he's such a lost soul. I don't think he's going to find his way out of this okay, ever. And I'm not just talking about public opinion. I truly don't believe that Schwartz has any idea what he's doing. Schwartz reminds me, oh my God, this is going to sound so bad, but you guys, please tell me you can help me with this. There was a documentary about five years ago. Yeah, it was about five years ago. And it was on HBO and it was about this big murder in a very, very small town. And the guy that got pinned for the murder was like not a very smart man. And his nephew got brought in for interrogation. Please help me TikTok. His nephew got brought in for interrogation and they asked him all these questions and he didn't know what to say and he didn't know what he was saying exactly and he kept just kind of going along with making a murder. Think you making a murder, MLF. I knew you were going to come through making a murder. The nephew, he got into this because the cops instigated this conversation and, and didn't like gave him basically the answers to say, and he fell right into the trap. Schwartz is the nephew in making a murderer. Please Google it, please. Okay. (laughs) Tell me I'm wrong. Schwartz is very, very, very lost. Now I am not saying, (laughs) I'm, I'm sorry. I know it's kind of like, it's, it's, Chris goes, stop. That nephew was literally special ed. Hey, you said it, not me. Okay. (laughs) Schwartz does feel a little bit special ed. Honestly, I'm not joking. Like I do think there is something missing in Schwartz's brain. And I say this like, honestly, for real, I don't think Schwartz really understands like how to handle situations. Now I will say one thing. I have held secrets for my best friends. Have you? Have you, have you held secrets from your best friends for your best friends to save them? Now it may not be a long-term affair or da, 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 da. It may be about like something that they did, you know, at work or whatever. It may be something about something else. Like I need to know, would you do what Schwartz did or not? I think I 
maybe would. Because you're, here's what I would do. I would hold the secret for him, but I would say, listen to me, do not make me hold this forever. If you're planning on breaking up, you need to break up by a certain time or at this day, or if you don't, I can't, I can't hold on to this anymore. Literally, literally, this was Tom Schwartz got effed. Now, I'm not saying Tom Schwartz is right. He messed up so many times in the show. This season was the worst season we've ever seen of Schwartz. The last episode when he stu- stood up for Raquel against Katie, don't push her. Like, he, it, he's such a, an idiot. But I'm telling you, he got put in one of the hardest places ever. And I don't exactly understand. He, he messed up because he didn't um, give Tom more boundaries. Like that's what he should have done. He should have said, Tom, I am, I, thank you for telling me now I know, but you got to stop. I can't be part of this. I can't be complicit. I can't have you come over to my house or lie and say you're coming to my house when you're going over to her house. I can't have you pretend that the four of us with Joe are going to Big Bear and it's because of me and Raquel. Like, no, put some boundaries on the lie, right? I will stick, I will hold this for you, but you have to go tell Ariana right now. And if you don't, by Friday, I'm telling her. That's what you do. But Tom Schwartz has no idea how to function in human society. I'm not joking. He is the nephew in Daily in Daily Dose in making a murder in a weird way, maybe not exactly to that level, but it's like he does, he's going with whatever someone's telling him to do. He's a people pleaser. He just wants to make people smile, but it's not working anymore. It's not working anymore. And you could see five seconds before the scene where Sandoval is coming over and falling apart into his arms. And, and, and Schwartz is like, I'm, I'm not okay. Like, look what in that scene, the Yelp reviews had come through. The business had come, like had fallen apart. It was a Saturday. Remember that when, when Tom Schwartz, I mean, Sandoval finally said something out loud or on his Instagram, like everything was falling apart. But Schwartz before the scene is sitting in his room. Did you notice that drinking some sort of a, you know, athletic greens on ice, probably with vodka in there. And he's like, Hey puppy. Sandoval, our bar our bar is falling apart. Like, what is going on there? It was so, so weird. Now, Schwartz told Sandoval, maybe you should make a post about me. And Sandoval listened to the idiot, made a post, did a post, and it ended up being the worst post ever because that was the post that we all collectively on TikTok and on Instagram and everywhere were like, what the hell? What is Sandoval doing? Apologizing to his business telling us to stay going to his business and not saying anything to Ariana. Anyway, Schwartz is donezo, man. And that was when I tell you, okay, let's move on. Now we're in the scene with Tom and Raquel. The scene that I had to pause 17 times because I couldn't get through it. The scene where we finally see them embrace. The scene where Raquel finally thinks she's winning. And that, my friend, is the biggest problem here. Raquel, in this scene, this is two days in, remember that, two or three days in, Raquel thinks, I've won. I got the guy. I got the guy. So not only do they take crazy shots of whiskey, they're so drunk in that scene. If you rewatch that scene, the way that they watch, look at each other and like, like that, they're so drunk. They're so on something. And this is the scene where she says, 
she starts saying like, my family loves you or my, my family hates you. What about your family? What is your family? Oh, never mind. We won't talk about it. And he says, they love you. And she goes, I love you too. My, my stomach fell out of my arms. Like I didn't understand how to handle it. Right. My stomach fell out. And then Tom goes, um, I mean, I, I said, they love you, but I love you too. So Lance and I remember my husband who doesn't even watch the show are both like, what the fuck? Like we're dying. We're dying over these scenes. Dying. Okay. It's so bad. And then, then it gets even worse because when she sits there, when she sits there and he's talking to her and she's like, and she's drunk, you can hear it in her voice. You can hear the slur. You can see it in Tom, the way he's looking at her. She goes, am I going to like put my whole life on the line for a guy that would cheat on someone that he loved so much? What if he does it to me? Girl, you better back the F up, okay? He still smells like Ariana. He literally just called you Ariana. He just called you Ariana. This is not going to last, my friend. He's not of his right mind. They, honestly, two days later, after the scandal broke, thought it was going to be a one and done. I guarantee you when they were shooting all these scenes, they thought this is going to blow over. Here we are three months later, still obsessed with it. It ain't going away. Now, what's so crazy is that in that moment, that was the last time we saw Raquel. Oh, yeah. What about when they wanted to kiss, but we can't because there's cameras? Yeah, you're right. You're right. That would take it too far. Nothing you've done so far, but the kiss would really just nail that one in the coffin. She's disgusting. And I swear, I've been trying to be decent. I don't like the mob mentality and I don't really want... um, Okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't really want anyone to get, you know, skewered or whatever online. And if she is in some sort of mental health uh, facility, trying, taking care of herself, like good on her, but I'm sorry, that girl is nuts. Stay away from her. Guys, stay away from her. Stay away. Okay. Meanwhile, People, let's stick with the program here on TikTok. Let's not get into arguments in the comments. Okay. So everyone calm down. Everything's fine. Okay. So the next scene that blew me away was obviously, I mean, Ariana goes to Vander, Lisa Vanderpump's house and she cries and that was so sad. And they have a, like, they do have a very good, sweet relationship. I can tell Ariana and, um, and Lisa, I mean, very like almost mother-daughter-ish, very, very sweet. But the scene with Tom Sandoval and Lisa. I did cry. <laughs> I did cry. I'm sorry, but I did cry. Um, I thought to myself about him in this moment. I thought to myself about how it spiraled. It spiraled. You know, I honestly think that she, in this moment with Sandoval, I think he took one thing and it turned into another and it turned into another. And it just, you know, it's like, it's like the little thing that collects more and more and gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And and it got so big and it took over his life and he is highly intoxicated at all times. And he's probably not sleeping and God knows what else kind of drugs. And he's stressed with, you know, his business and this and that. This guy's life within one week 
completely fell apart. I shouldn't feel bad for him, but I'm a human being. So I do feel bad for him. Or I should say I do have a heart, but I shouldn't have a heart for him. Horrible guy. But that was hard to watch. Some people think it was staged. He was having like a a hyperventilation. I mean, Lance was laughing hysterically the entire time. Lance was like, (laughs) I said, stop laughing. He goes, oh my God, he can't be for real with that crying, right? And I said, stop laughing as I'm tearing up. I don't know why. I know. I know you guys, I am not in any way on Sandoval's side. But it's like, it's, it's kind of, I think it just felt really intrusive to watch people's lives fall apart like that. It was, it was tough. And then we see, of course, the Schwartz and Katie scene where Schwartz is trying to explain to Katie how long he knew. It was kind of like a boring scene. It didn't really need to be there. Schwartz is never going to, you know, fully own up. He's so, he struggles so much. I mean, Jack said the other day on Heather McDonald's podcast, like Tom Sandoval, I mean, Tom Schwartz needs to leave Sandoval. Like they need to cut ties in some way. I really do believe if Lisa Vanderpump is smart, like I think they need to kind of really fully cut ties for Tom Schwartz, but Tom Schwartz also has no one really right now. Like he doesn't have any of the Vanderpump cast having his back. And that was actually such a sad, sad moment. Yes, I agree. I really do. I don't hope, I hope Schwartz doesn't lose at all because of Zenzaval. And notice how I say Zenzaval. And Katie is still trying to help Schwartz save face. Yeah, Katie, because Katie at the end of the day, like I think she does feel for Schwartz. I mean, this was her husband of 10 years. And I think she sees, like we see, like this is just like a sad, sad human being that needs a little bit of help and like assistance in his life because he's not making the right decisions on his own. So she invites him out to this girl's night, which was a weird choice. But maybe she, maybe she knew that they did need to have a conversation because Schwartz had sent Ariana this crazy ass text. Did you guys read this text? It basically is like, I hope you're okay. Like, I think you should go on a vacation and like spoil yourself. Um, I'm not trying to like condone what he did and I'm not trying to stand up for him, but like, you know, things are really tough. It was a crazy ass text. So he comes over to, um, he comes over to this girl's night and this was a sad scene. This, uh, this was cry number three, because what's horrible about this is Ariana was Schwartz's friend too, like a close friend of Schwartz. and. Now this friendship is over. And she had to say that. She had to say, I can't be friends with you anymore. And she's, then she was crying when she was like, I miss him. I don't want to miss him. That's what she said. I don't want to miss him. And she's crying because of course she's missing him. I mean, this was a week after, within the week, right? Just sad. But that final scene, and of course, yes, we had the kind of like kind of comic relief scene in the middle with James Kennedy and Allie and then Lala and Katie talking about it. And he calls Raquel and Raquel again, as if she's like watching uh, Bravo, you know, she's watching Bravo pause. Hey, James, what the F? What the F? I don't get that. She had no remorse, even on the phone with him. He was like, oh, you, you blew it all up for, for Sandoval's smelly cocky cock. 40-year-old smelly cookie cook. <laughs> James Kennedy is a Roman from succession. He says whatever the F he wants. He's all over the place, and I love him for it. It's amazing. He really, really makes the show. It was so good. But then that last scene, oh, my God, that last scene with Sheena. It was absolutely just heartbreaking. To me, 
absolutely heartbreaking. Um, hold on one second. Give Um, okay. It was just devastating. And she basically, she basically said she served him exactly what he needed in that moment. She served him exactly what, what he needed to hear, which was you messed up. If you thought she was going to hurt herself when you broke up with her, of course she was going to be upset when you broke up with her, but you still break up with her. You do the you do the brave thing. The brave thing is not cheating. The brave thing is hurting someone that you love. I love how he said a few times, like, I wanted to tell her. I just didn't think she'd want to know. Well, no shit she wouldn't want to know. Who wants to know this? This is going to be harder for you. But it's like people that that try to hurt other people just because they want to make themselves feel better, et cetera. Like he didn't want to hurt her because it would make him feel worse. So instead he went behind her back right? It's insanity. So she basically, Sheena said what all of us wanted to say. She said it so well. She said it so strong. Sheena is the friend to the end. Sheena is, should win an award for best friend of, of anyone. Like I want Sheena on my side. She is an incredible, an incredible friend. And it was so sad to watch her say, I can't be your friend anymore. 14 years of friendship. You took me in. You were always kind to me. I knew you before, Ariana. I knew from Villa Blanca, but I can't be your friend anymore. When I tell you, tears streaming, not crocodile tears, real ass tears streaming from my face, it broke me. It broke me. It was devastating. What he didn't realize in this moment was how many friendships, how many businesses, how many partnerships, how many fans, how many people's lives would change because of this one decision. It's crazy to see the snowball effect of a bad mistake, right? And how many people, how many people's lives have changed, right? People that are, of course, involved in them, people like us who are not even involved but feel involved. My life has changed. Raquel's black eye. The question, can we talk about Raquel's black eye? Oh, I'm sorry. I just got Raquel's black eye. I touched myself in the nail. Bananas that she gave her a restraining order. That was the, that was the moment. Like Raquel did awful in the, in the fact that she had the affair, but it was her handling of the affair, which took it to a whole new level. The restraining order, the calling her out for punching her, the falling off the face of the earth and not talking about it, the not apologizing to anyone. I mean, just awful. And I can't wait to see every second of it in the reunion next week. We also know that she, um, that Sandoval definitely cheated on Ariana multiple times. We know that the Miami girl is absolutely, um, absolutely, Miami girl is absolutely a real thing. Uh, Ariana has known this entire time. A couple other bombshells from Watch What Happens Live. Uh, All over in the news yesterday, they said Tom and Ariana have, I mean, Tom and Raquel have broken up and Ariana says, I don't believe it. I saw a handwritten card from her four days ago sent to our home, which by the way, is she fucking out of her mind? Is she out of her mind? She's sending a card written to Tom Sandoval four days ago in the mail to the house that she knows Ariana lives at? Go to his assistant. Go to his agent. What the hell is wrong with her, you guys? Something is seriously wrong with, like seriously wrong with her. If you send a mess, a letter to that house, it should only be to Ariana. What the hell? Okay, so uh, a couple other things. 
Um, they just, they, they went hard on Raquel, what they called her Rachel in the entire scene or the entire episode. Um, Ariana has no conversations with Tom Sandoval. They go, they talk to people in between them. They have, uh, no connection whatsoever. And then also, and by the way, Ariana could not have looked hotter. I am not a lesbian, but I would sleep with Ariana. She is stunning beyond belief. Um, so I will say really fast, next week we will see um, part of the reunion. Hopefully we see a little bit of these one-on-ones because Page Six has reported as of yesterday that the new cast contracts have not gone out yet because the cast themselves have not seen the reunion and they have not seen these one-on-one interviews because um, Andy goes off and interviews alone with Tom and alone with Raquel and alone with Ariana. And I guarantee you they are going to find out, we are going to find out as a collective something that we don't know that is going to hurt someone else. And my guess, my prediction is that Raquel has been having an affair with Sandoval since before she broke up with James. So this has been going on for a long ass time and we'll see how it kind of all falls out. I don't think Raquel should ever, ever, ever show her face on the show again. I think to do that is literally taking a big, you know, wound, pouring salt, battery acid, and then peeing in it. Like she really seriously needs to stay the F off social media, public persona, like become an occupational therapist in Minnesota. Sorry, Minnesota. I just sent her to you. Um, It's bad. Guys, it's bad. It's really bad. And it's so amazing. And, you know, this is not the culmination. The culmination will be in three weeks on June 6th. But this was a whole lot of, oh, my God. And I want to watch it again. I want to see where the unedited versions are on Peacock. But I think the unedited versions are only going to be of the actual reunion. Um, Lots of people are wondering, are we going to find out, did Brock and Raquel hope? hookup. I really can't imagine. I really, really don't want that. Sorry, Jennifer. She says, no, I don't want her in Minnesota. Okay. So where can we send her? Like to some, send her to Scary Island. Send Raquel to Scary Island. Um, okay. You guys, we'll have to see what happens. Thank you so much for being here as always. I appreciate the shares. I appreciate the likes, the, the love and everything. I have to jump because I'm going to be on another person's podcast. I will see you around. Thank you for following over on TikTok. Thank you for everything. See you tomorrow for our Friday, fun Friday. I'll try to get Lance on the episode with me. Bye guys. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.